Welcome back to Philippine and Stationery Season 4, Episode 24. This is your host, Frank. This is your other host that's still here, Collins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so how are you doing today? Uh, all right, I am on Christmas break now. Oh, right, you have another like month of break, right? Yes, I have another month of break. Yeah, that's good, that's good. Um, compared to, I think I got like, a week break and that's it. Yeah. A month of break is done me better. Yeah, I, I, certainly. I'm not. It's not like I'm going to be playing games though. Although I did, I did download a new game, but I'm not sure if I'm going to have enough time to play it. Mm, okay. Well, there's a big, uh, I think, character update for Genshin too, as well. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried to roll for the new character. I couldn't get her. Oh, I haven't yet. even rolled yet. Uh, yeah. Eh, we'll get into it. I'll, I'll log on afterwards and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. With that, a, 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 let me let me ask you your opinion on this. So I read this somewhere else. Uh, sure. The anticipation of a possible purchase can give more pleasure than the act of buying or owning it, which incidentally also explains why so many lose interest. Somehow, so many people lose interest in their latest acquisitions. Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. You agree, hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's 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 not true for everything but sometimes the hunt and the the planning is more fun than actually having it mm. that that's my okay. opinion okay i would say it's like 50 50 it really depends on what you're buying it does it absolutely yeah. depends on what you're buying yeah, because like, like if it's a lifestyle item, like if it's a furniture and stuff, uh, there, there's a pretty good chance that this quote makes sense because once you buy it, it's just part of your daily life and you don't, you just get used to it. I feel like the human brain is really good at like equalizing itself. Uh, like it's really good at normalizing what you have. Like once it's brand new, it's like it's new. But then once it's a part of your life for years, it doesn't. It may or may not spark as much joy as it used to. So there are some items that still spark joy, so it does. It's not true for everything, but sometimes if you're looking for like a new pen, a new headphone, a new whatever, it may or may not spark as much joy later on. <laughs> I think the also depends on the like certain things will give you a wall factor. So if you didn't pick it up for a while, right? Like um... yes. Surprisingly, like the headphone I'm currently using, the this is the HD 800. I have not really done a critical listening using after for a while, mm -hmm. and I just did maybe like for like 30 minutes yesterday. And mm -hmm. actually, surprisingly, it is way better than I remembered. Even though mine is, uh, arguably already degraded quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the driver is fine. You probably just need to replace the pads, right? Yeah, well, the pads is an aftermarket pad now, so that can change the uh, original sound characteristic a little bit. Sure. Yeah, so... Um, it, I think this happens to uh, fountain pen in certain degrees as well, so... So some people will, ha will have a never-ending grail chasing. Yes. Yes, which I guess is we'll go to the next topic afterwards. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but but it but it's it also just depends, right? Because I, I can say for myself, like I was doing, I, as people know, I've been kind of upgrading a lot of stuff with my audio system, right? 
Yeah. Um, figuring out what to buy can be a lot of fun. Like planning it out, figuring out like what's going to work with what and like what's going to match with what. Once you have it, sometimes it's like, oh, you know, it sounds a bit better, but it's not like it didn't change my world. Mm. I think for that, you probably, well, you probably need like a completely different experience. Yes. There's some things that did change and there's some things like this was okay. Say like 2.0 to maybe like a surround system. That's probably a big difference. I, I'm specifically talking about I ha I got a new tube amp and okay. I don't think it's that much better than my old tube amp. Okay. Um, there will be people that argue with you that the amplifier above certain price point is exactly the same, regardless of price, regardless which one they are. Yes, there are there are people who say that. Except that there are still measurable differences in some degree sometimes. And of, of course, in some other amps, there is intentionally designed... Um, you can call it flaws, you can call it designed principles that mm -hmm. made their amps sound differently. Yes. So I wouldn't say that they all sound the same, but then I say that per today's technology that they... They can all perform uh, very, very similar if the designer wants to be, except that a lot of designers doesn't want it to perform similar. Needless to say that like there, there are diminishing returns of the course. higher up the chain you go. Yes. And sometimes it's not necessarily worth it to go up the chain. <laughs> of course, yeah. I mean, this applies to Fundament too, right? I mean, uh, yes. a $30 Metropolitan... Uh, is it $30 now? I think it's $24. Somewhere around the $20, $30 range. Yeah, um, Metropolitan or Lamy Safari, um, well right, uh, fairly decently. If Well, actually, fairly well if you get a good nib out of it. Yes. <laughs> um, this is especially on the Lamy a little bit. <laughs> um, but uh, if you get a good nib, this will almost perform as well as a normal steel nib pen. Uh, inflex correction, inflexible steel nib pen. That's outboards too. Even hundreds of dollars, really. Yes. And once but, you get into like the the hundred to two hundred dollar range of gold nibs, you'd have to spend a lot more to get a, a substantially better writing experience. I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say substantially better. I would say different. M marginally. Yeah, marginally better. I think is the right word. And sometimes it's not even that because a, a lot of the sailor nibs, when they go higher, they're still nails. <laughs> right yeah you have the uh you have the special sailor grind yes but that also that already presented in their hundred dollar two hundred dollar nib i think it's actually two hundred dollar now for gold nibs for sailor nibs huh. the sailor price has increased quite a but, bit but if you want like a falcon nib or like just the like you're saying a different writing experience for your fancy gold nib you'd have yeah. to spend substantially more yeah 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 i mean for the custom ones 200 250 probably Mm -hmm. If not higher, I mean, of course, you can buy a a hundred dollar one, and then you can have a nib grinder that does it for you, which, of course, I ask cost. Yes. And if you say you want to do it yourself, there's there's always the uh, time sink cost. Like how much does your time cost? If you say zero dollars, sure, okay, if you enjoy it. But for some people, it's it's not zero dollar per hour, in a yeah. sense. So, yeah, there's always a little bit of. Uh, give and take where uh, very very large diminishing returns when you hit a certain level yeah in the same way that like 
I could just use my uh, Lamy 2000. Actually, I've only just been using my Lamy 2000 for the past two weeks. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I'm, I'm just documenting some things uh, while I'm working, and I'm just like, I just need a pen that currently has ink right now. That's the one that has ink. I don't really want to deal with re-inking anything right now, so I've just been using that for the past two weeks. <laughs> okay. Oh, and surprisingly, it actually lasted two weeks. Yeah, I, I just dump... Because my Lamy 2000, I just use uh, a black ink. I think it's just... Uh, I think it's using a Noodler's Black right now. Okay. Um, and I fill up the entire thing. And I just oh, use okay. It. So you didn't do your usual half fill or quarter fill. You fill the whole fill. It's the it's my black pen. It's just going to have black ink. It, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. So, well, I mean, mainly using the A23 at work, but uh, I think, oh, yeah, you know this. It almost you had went, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a scare on, I think, Monday, just uh, Monday when I came back to work. Um, when anyone doesn't know, uh, we we all we of course like like typical office. There's always cleaning lady comes in, comes in and goes uh, every every week or every two times a week. Um, I typically lock away my fountain pens after I'm done using them for the day, especially when a cleaning lady is gonna be here, or cleaning person is gonna be here. Not even lady. I think they they change sometimes. Um. This time around, I came back on Monday. I realized that I forgot to unlock my drawer. I, I forgot to lock my drawer. And I also realized I didn't put my pen away. You left the pen on your desk. I, I forgot the entire closed down office procedure for myself. <laughs> I left it on my desk. Uh-huh. Well, shit. My pen's missing. <laughs> after looking at my uh after looking on my desk for a while, looking under my desk and discover a dead cockroach also. Um, oh great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh dead cockroach uh, underneath. I had to get a vacuum and suck everything up. Okay. Um also find a couple of not fountain pens, but pilot pens. I wonder where the hell did they go under also on also under my desk. Huh. Uh, yeah, so I, I mean, they're not like special pens. It's just G2s and this, but G2 in, in more specialized color. That I didn't know sure. where they went. <laughs> but yeah, under my desk, under, under the, not even under the desk, under the desk drawer space. Right. Which normally is, you don't access. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, couldn't find it. And uh, start questioning and start asking. And at the very last minute, I decided. Maybe I, it's time for ask to see the uh, the company surveillance tape. <laughs> uh huh. Went to the guy's desk, talked to him for a sec, and he agreed. Yeah, sure, he can. T- we can take a look. I turn around and see my pen right there next to his desk. Huh? On his desk? Next to his desk? Not even on his desk. Next to his desk, we there. There's a, a bookshelf right next to his desk, and it was on the bookshelf. <laughs> so it was cleaned up and placed with on the bookshelf. Yes. Um, I don't think it's cleaned up because I tried to. I tried to open the pen, of course, but the thread lock was extremely tight. So someone mm. has been messing around. I don't. I don't typically cap my pen that tight, especially with the A23. 
And uh, the guy that has a surveillance camera also complained that there's crayon marks all over his desk. <laughs> Put it together, and we I can't really know like the um, the cleaning the cleaning person at this time the cleaning lady. She has her daughter show up to the to work sometimes. You're not supposed to, but I didn't really care. That's I mean you know yeah it's fine. Uh, Except that she has a tendency to play around with people's stuff on the desk. <laughs> like there, there's a couple of times she misplaced some things, and there's a couple of times she actually stabbed bobby pins into my coworker's um, silicone doll. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, so that's not good. And uh, I guess this time she just took, she just saw the pen, I guess, and took the pen and uh, tried to use it. Yeah. Well, she was 823. 83 is not a snap cap. It's a twist cap. It's a Anna. twist cap. And she's like maybe five or six, six years old. So the good thing is she couldn't open the pen. So I knew it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because under most, most people's encounters with pens are pressure fit caps or snap caps. They're usually not twist caps. Correct. I can't think of any twist cap pens that anyone would normally use. On a daily basis? No. I don't think there are any twist cap pens that I would think of. No. Yeah. Um, so. No, not even pen marker. Pen marker is uh is friction fit. Yeah. Um. Even hmm. like like the the space pen that's pressure. Um. Just yeah. bolt action, but bolt action is definitely not That is very cap. niche. Yeah. They would not encounter a bolt action pen. Yeah. <laughs> Clicky pens. Yeah. Um see if you left your um if you left your vanishing point, you'd be screwed. <laughs> oh yeah, if I left yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that she would definitely not to operate it. <laughs> um but yeah, uh people, if you want to have your pens a little bit safer than the average pen, twist cap. <laughs> Kids don't know how to deal with it. Well, for kids, right? But if you have a doll, doll try to pull it apart, and then they have you risk your chance of your pants entire thing fall apart. Fair enough. Or, or the screw portion is damaged. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's the uh, the scare on Monday for my pen. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, glad you didn't lose your pen. We, it was you know mildly custom tuned with the falcon nib right so yeah i was honestly at the point that i started looking up how much money does it cost to replace the pen it i think we bought it for somewhere around 200 250 mm -hmm. it's about 200 for normal nib mail fa nib is probably more sure yeah yeah but sometimes tokyo pen quill so directly from japan given mm -hmm. the uh given the current currency rate it might be about the same price oh okay so, well, all right then. Yeah, but that, I mean, I have that pen for for the better part of close to a decade now, man. I don't want to yeah. lose oh. that thing. <laughs> Has it been a decade? Oh, no. It's been a while. How long have I been doing this? <laughs> <laughs> well, the podcast has been going on for four years. Oh, God. Yeah, that's true. That's almost half a decade. Yeah, that's oh, almost geez, half a decade. Right. And Pathfinder oh, pen God. is like a couple years before that. Uh, many years, but yeah. 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 Yeah, so, oh, we, uh, so I have that pen for almost a decade. I didn't want to lose that thing. <laughs> yeah, having having the mirror up to how long we've been doing this is a little freaky, but all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I was really looking into how they replace it, but uh, 
glad I found it. Very yes, glad I found glad it. Glad you found it. Yeah. And uh Yeah, that, that's pretty much my story of the uh, Monday scared for the week. <laughs> oh. And talk about hunting for grails. There's two updates. One oh. of them is uh the Arushi <laughs> pen. Uh-huh. I think I am going to stick around with I'm going to use a forwarder because I real I, I realized that Bai, um, which is also Tensil, Bai can buy the stuff for you. Is is that like a service? Yeah, yeah, forwarding service. They actually purchase the stuff for you. You don't need to like enter their address and anything under mm-hmm. your name. You, you actually tell the give them a link and they will buy the stuff for you. And, and then the send it to you. Fee is like twenty bucks, maybe. That's not bad. And I mean, compared to the expensive fountain pen, that's not bad at all. Yeah. So there. So I think I'm just gonna go that route. The issue is the only number fifty available right now on the entire Rakuten, Yahoo, whatever. Uh, number fifty Verulian. The only thing available is five million nib. Hmm. I want a broad. Right. Or minimum a median. None's available. So I guess I got to wait until it comes <laughs> back in stock. <laughs> it's, it, it's okay to wait, Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, no, because you don't know the currency exchange going to be. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, I mean, if, you, if you're going to get the pen eventually, it, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. So just at least, at least I narrowed down a buying method. For it, yes. right? Instead of trying to figure out how to navigate it, finally found like buy is actually relatively cheap in terms of the uh, processing fee. Because certain in the when I used to do forwarding, like uh, the last couple when I used, they have um, commission fees like one percent, two percent, and two shoot one percent, two percent is not cheap sometimes. I mean, if you wait long enough, maybe I'll be in Japan and I'll buy it for you. No, oh, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> I guess you can quality control if you where you're at it too. Yeah, I'll custom carve your name in it with my knife. No, oh, wonderful, buddy, wonderful. <laughs> By the way, You're that welcome. means you also owe me a new pen afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is one grill hunt. The other grill hunt, which I, 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 it's pretty funny because I post a picture when I'm done assembly the damn day. Yes. I say, okay, I'm finally done with my grill keyboard. Did we talk about that on the podcast or was that no, a private conversation? No, that was private conversation. Okay. Collins' immediate response is, I'll take a screenshot of that, Frank. I'll see how, back, how fast it backtracked. Yeah. Um, because you, you t- you're, you're telling me that you've bought your end game keyboard and you're not going to buy any other keyboards after this. And I'm like, bull. I say most likely I won't need another, any new keyboard unless I do some very dramatic changes to this one, like this layout. I and I'm like, there's no way this is your last keyboard. Absolutely not. I know well, you're gonna get another. Okay. One. To be fair, two weeks afterwards, I already broke my promise. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not a new keyboard per se. It's the same exact keyboard. But with a different PCB. Well, I mean, you know, this is just Theseus' ship, right? If you keep changing out all the pieces, at some point, it's going to be a new keyboard. It's 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 still the same ship. It, it just has a different crew inside it this time. <laughs> I, I 
I I I I stand fully validated that you're gonna continue buying keyboards. This is even this. I I will put my foot down and be like, even this is not your last keyboard. Okay. Okay. So, what's going on? That I'll, I'll have everyone um to give a rundown of this new keyboard. This new keyboard is like a uh, imagine a normal keyless keyboard, which is a normal keyboard without numbers. You cut that keyboard to half from the center, and then you just split it. Yes. Both sides. Basically, that's that's what it looks like. With F keys, because I use F key quite a bit. Um surprisingly funny enough, there isn't too many keyboard that does this. Mm-hmm. This is all Ergo keyboard that is a complete split. Yes. There's also the Alice type of keyboard that does a split, but also they uh they increase the distance between the Q and W and AIS. Yep. Which in some degrees, also increase a little bit of finger fatigue when you actually game with it. If especially when you play FPS. If you don't play FPS, mm-hmm. I guess it doesn't really matter, right? Um, so this keyboard just does just just split it outright. So it yes. doesn't have the issue with the ergo keyboard that I split you two and uh, it kind of lighter on one end and the other, and they had to move around, shift around, and it has this one. I think it is the last time uh, ten pound maybe. Ten pounds, jeez. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think this I think this keyboard is ten pound, uh, by itself without uh, keys and uh, switches, and caps. I think, um, so it doesn't move around at all. Mm-hmm. So I made this one with a with a silent linear switch, lightweight, and I specifically weighted the actuation weight of each key. To make sure they're right. about the same. Wow. <laughs> between all the alphas, because there's a variation between keys too. I, I, I do not have time to deal with this, man. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't even have time to like hear you talk about <laughs> how you spent spent weighing each individual actuator on your keyboard it's actually a little bit easier than you think it's it's literally you just glue a stack of coins together and you just kind of tune it to the point that it will actuate the lighter with the medium ones and doesn't do on the heavier one how long did it take you to come up with that solution yeah it's actually suggested online quite a bit okay okay (laughs) (laughs) for how to tell how your actuation point so (laughs) did that for all the keys and uh, mm-hmm. assemble everything together looped everything and all the uh loop all the stabilizing and everything so that is done well the new upgrade is that they have a new kit to replace all the switches that have individually weighted with the <laughs> electrical capacitive keys with uh to- toper keys with toper, toper switches keys. yeah yeah like with the custom pcb that you can replace with tobra so I guess the uh, the engine never comes. So, I mean, you told me that you were at your end game on November 29th. I went back to look at the date. Stamp oh, so that's photo. not two weeks ago. It's three weeks ago. So, yes, it's been about <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> I still call it a win. Three weeks is not that long for your quote unquote end game keyboard to last i typically change a keyboard once a year 
Sure. That's my normal keyboard changing cycle. Like my main keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a very good chance the next change, the one that I just mentioned, is probably going to be a year out too because they need to go through the PCP designs and all the other shit. I put my stake right here on this podcast, this numbered episode, season four, episode 24, that at some point in the future, you're going to get another keyboard. That's... <laughs> It's going to be different switch. It's going to be a different thing. I, I know it. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> because the, uh, the the capacitive one does a lot of things I really want from a keyboard standpoint. Um, the self-assigned actuation points and everything else too. Mm-hmm. So that kind of combines the best of both worlds between the touching feeling of the Topri and mm-hmm. the um, customizable actuation point of a uh, Howe effect switch, which I was also entertaining buying. But with that one, I don't need to. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how the end game goes. Yes. Just like everyone's uh, end game uh, fountain pens. There's always a next grill pen. It, 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 <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of like, you know, end game of any of those like continuous games. The end game just means that you've entered the ability to play the end game. And the end game doesn't have an end. The, the you can say the end game doesn't have an end, or you can have like for example Warframe. People complain the end game is either too easy or too hard. Yeah, because it depends on how you want to define it. Um. Yeah. So um, I guess uh, end game and grill pen, end game keyboard with like grill pens, fountain pens, whatever pen you want to buy. Really depends on what uh, what price point you want to stick at it. What do you want to find as grill pen? Some people grill is just the uh, the one before you acquire the next one, or sometimes <laughs> grill pen is always uh, uh uh what is it n plus one or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The n plus one pen. Or the, I, I, I don't know. I or it could be beginning to our the quote at the beginning the quote, the pen you're anticipating to buy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean. Especially for for people like if you're in the fountain pen hobby, right? Like mm-hmm. each pen, each pen that you have is going to be able to write well. So any pen that you want, you're 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 getting just because you you enjoy the aesthetics of it and 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 the quality and the materials and and, and that that go into making the pen, right? Yeah, I will argue certain pen doesn't write well, but okay. Fair, fair. <laughs> but I'm assuming that if you're in this hobby, you would buy a pen that should at least bare minimum write well. <clears throat> Which one? Certain brains start with a V. Uh, uh sure. <laughs> uh, I think I heard the QC got better though. To my understanding, mm-hmm. the QC got a lot better um, after they uh, swap out the uh, the Dream Touch nib. Become mm. more like a normie that uses a gold alloy nib instead of palladium nib. Ah. But so, it, like, if you're in this hobby, like, just you understand that, like, you're even if you get your grail pen, you're likely to get more along the way after that. So it's like, maybe you don't need a grail pen. Maybe it's just, I really want that pen, and that's fine. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. I mean, I would, I technically got my grail pen like, what, seven years ago? Oh yeah, your um, your Nakaya, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's actually that's actually the pen that I want per my designs, per per whatever. I'm still using it nowadays. Yeah, it's good. But it doesn't buy 
I don't, I didn't stop you from buying pants. Do I? I don't know if I had. I, at the same time, I don't call my any new pen grill pen anymore. You don't call your, oh, you don't call new pens you purchase grail pens. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yes, your Nakayo was your grail pen, but I think yes. you did have a second grail pen. I wouldn't. It's a pen that I really want that I know I can buy, but I do not want to pay the price for it. It. It's the ocean swirl that we're thinking about, right? No, the Yukari no? Rao Sakura. Uh, oh, that one. Yes, that's your Yozakura. other. It's the other one. I. I mean, you've been eyeing that one for basically as long as I've known you being in this hobby. Yes. <laughs> And it is still floating around online for about $10,000. We saw it at the pen show. Yes. Uh, for $10,000. <laughs> yes. That's, that's, that's I a think very the same guy found Sally on eBay too. <laughs> it's a very high asking price. Considered the original price back then, it's probably $1,600. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like times yeah. six. So. so Someone's going to bite, right? right? <laughs> uh, uh, no one bought it. Let me see. Uh, Yozakura eBay. He just I needs don't one. Think anyone buy it yet? He just needs one person to cave. That's it. He just needs one person to cave, and he sold the equivalent of like, you know. I'm sorry. It's no longer ten thousand dollar. It's twelve thousand dollar. It's twelve point eight thousand dollar now. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> he just randomly increases the price, even though no one's biting it. Yeah, it's twelve point eight now. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he 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 has a right to um, no 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 increase no, the price. Totally. That's all I can say. Yes, you yes. do. You do have a right to increase the price. Doesn't mean people are going to buy it, but you have the right to increase the price. Yes. Do I have a Grail pen? I don't know if I have a Grail pen. I know I always wanted the Lamy Two Thousand, um, which I do have now, so that's fair. Yeah. I don't know if I have a Grail pen though. I Is there any pen really that, like... that you can never really purchase? Like, not because of a price point per se, but also because of availability. No. No? I don't know. I mean, there's plenty of, like, nice Urushi pens I see on, on, online. Right. Um, and I told you I did want to get the Namiki Emperor at some point. Mm -hmm. um, what nip do you want? Well, obviously, I'm going to get the broad. <laughs> There's only a black one available. No, no vermilion though. I'm, I'm okay getting the black. I'm oh. okay getting the black. Oh, the black one is for uh, 160,000 yen. Yeah. Yeah, it's available I, I, right I'm, now. I, I, I can get it later. I don't need to yeah. get it now. But I can tell you that the red one is definitely more popular. Of course. It's sold out so much faster than the black ones. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I, I, also, I think it's because it's more special, right? The uh, the Urushi Vermilion Red for Pilot. That 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 color is just pops in the right color, mm -hmm. in the right lighting. So and it's also unique. Like not too many pens is like bright red, and most of the time is black, gray, or different colors. Of uh, as you know, most higher pens is just black. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, black is black is too standard. I think. For yeah. people, so they want something a little bit different. Correct, correct. Um, 
And as you know, I really like my warm colored pens. Like I, by far, I use those colored pens more often than my blue or cooler co colored pens. Yeah. So, um, well, actually, I'm, I'm surprised they actually don't have any kind of grill pen in mind right now. Is the uh, our next pen your grill pen? My next pen? This oh, one, the one they're going to show me? This one, the one I'm selecting right now. The Hello Kitty collab pen. Uh, so, yeah, I saw this. <laughs> So I saw this. Um, I'm actually kind of disappointed. Um, I actually want more styling on the pen, and it's pretty basic. Well, first of all, I gotta say, I think the pink looks great. Yeah. The pink on the second one to the left, this is the uh, anniversary edition pink. Ooh, yeah, that's actually pretty good. That pink is a really good color. I'm not sure how they do this. I don't think it's anodizing. Is it? Or is it painted? It looks anodized. It, it should doesn't be look anodized. Painted. I'm not sure how they got this color because I rarely see this kind of pink in anodized products. It's got a distinctive pink color with gold trim. The nib gold. is really nice. Or maybe it could just be a picture job. I'm not sure. But uh... no. But uh, but okay. So first of all, the it's a Hello Kitty Coeco collaboration, mm -hmm. 50th anniversary pen. And Correct. there's multiple different colors. I didn't get to check out this last one, though. What is this one? I think that's a different brand. That's not a uh, Lamy pen. Waldman. Okay. That's not, not Koiko, I mean. It's not Koiko pen. This is a Waldman. Yeah. Actually, this is the first time I heard of a brand Waldman, to be honest Yeah, with I've never you. heard of this brand before, either. Um, 400 bucks. That's, that's pretty high. Yeah. Um, it is not cheap. It is apparently a. Oh, okay. That's why we don't really heard of it. It is a Sterling Silver specialized pen company that does basically all pens, fountain pen, uh, rollerball pens, and every stuff. And looking at the website right now, the writing instrument section, like, yeah, this these are classic writing companies. Yeah. I really old style writing companies and probably why it never uh, pick up on our radar just due to the fact that this is a uh, not I'm a typical style that we'll look for. So I, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Ah. I see. It's very classic. I will, yeah. I will tell you that. And um, But it's just not something that you typically... I wouldn't even say we look for it because I actually do like some of the uh, shapes. I, I would say not things that you typically see online. You could say that like they're more on like the... Their competitor is probably more so like on the Mont Blanc side than the um, sailor side. Yes. Well, they already have a pen called a miniature. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of tells you, right? The commander, yeah. too. The commander, the manager, the grandeur. Interesting pen ends. But, but okay, so going back to the Hello Kitty Coeco collaboration pens, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, admittedly, I actually really like the nib. It looks really nice. The Coeco with the one? Yeah, with the with the um, Hello Kitty face on yeah, the yeah, nib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but 168 that's you you had me look up the price of a normal lami uh safari uh house safari uh -huh. yeah this price increases a lot yeah, uh, uh, how much does a Queco Sport cost? It's $36. Yeah. Aluminum. Yeah, so... that That's a heavy price jump for... Uh, but for would you consider kitty. this, though? Just curious. Would you consider this? Um, the typical... <sighs> The typical Kaweco is um, 36 bucks. Now you times that, say, two times. Okay, let's, let's give it more genuine. Three times for a special collab. Mm -hmm. That makes it, what, $100? Yeah. Even two times. So, yeah, well, I mean, $60. the Kaweco All Sport can be somewhere around 70, 80 bucks. Right. Except this one has a gold nib. Oh, this is a gold nib. I didn't I think even it's check. a gold nib. Yeah. No, not it's check. not. Yeah, it's it doesn't look like a gold, gold nib. nib. Oh man! Usually, gold nibs don't have like that frilly stuff on the end of the nib. For Kaweco? Yeah, or okay. like even on most nibs, like the 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 the, the that pattern at the the Nakaya one I don't... does. Same goes to Sailor. And I think Mont Blanc also has those. Or kind at least of stuff. The of the. Of the, of like okay, the, okay, the German, okay. of the German Yovo ones. I, I think you're thinking Yovo specifically. Yeah, Yovo but I know that Queco uh, doesn't use Yovo, but um, usually they don't have that brandishing near the tip. I that usually when I see that, I think steel nib. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, you're right. This is a steel nib. So who actually? Yeah, I I cannot find the way to justify this price <laughs> at 168. Yeah, it's pretty high. I was gonna say you do like a sixty-eight dollars plus a hundred dollar for the gold nib. That maybe you could justify one hundred sixty-eight if you're a really big Hello Kitty fan. If it was a gold nib, this would be fine. Yes, <laughs> but it's not. It's a gold plated nib. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is really expensive. I remember there's a several Hello Kitty collabs ring into that wasn't like this big of a price jump though. Wait, wait, what'd you say? I remember there was a few Hello Kitty collabs that we have discussed on podcasts that doesn't really have like this big of a price shocker. I I don't remember. It might have been another brand, but Hello Kitty does tend to command pretty high prices for their products. Um, but not this high. <laughs> yeah, not this high. But like, Hello Kitty has so many products. Like the the, the brand manager themselves completely say that they don't know how what product they actually licensed. Mm -hmm. Like there's too many, they lost track. They, they, I mean, they sell a lot of stuff. Like I went to uh, my wife and I went to the Sanrio Land mm -hmm. um, a couple years back. They sell everything. <laughs> <laughs> like like the, the the amount of stuff that they can slap hello kitty's face on is incredible well you know there there was someone i think someone on youtube someone did a evangelion challenge can he live off oh, of all yeah. the product off of evangelion products he can't mm -hmm. 
with Hello Kitty, I don't think there is any doubt that you can just live off of Hello Kitty only tie-in products. You you can because we have a Hello Kitty ice chest cooler in our house. We have a Hello <laughs> Kitty. Um, we have a Hello Kitty toaster in our house. Our our rice cooker that we use every day is Hello Kitty themed. <laughs> no joke. It is it is a Zojirushi Hello Kitty themed <laughs> rice cooker. You know, I actually look up Hello Kitty frying pan, and of course. Yes, there is official ones. Of course. Of course there is. So, yeah, you can definitely live completely 100% off Hello Kitty products. Wow. But your, your life, like your entire life is just surrounded by pink stuff, basically. I mean, me, no. It's just a couple things uh, that my wife brought in. That she that she enjoys using. Yeah, no, I'm saying that if if you want to go for Hello Kitty, that your entire life would just be pink. Of course. <laughs> I can't say, oh, if you want to do that, you can, you can, you can go ahead. I mean, I mean, I I'm not in that much of a liberty to to say that, right? Because a lot of shit, my uh, my a lot of my style is blue. Yeah, a lot of a lot <laughs> of your stuff is blue. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm looking around my room right now. Yeah, like blue curtain, uh, dark blue sound treatment, uh, blue pants, <laughs> <laughs> blue yeah. messenger bag. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of stuff, a lot of my stuff is also blue. So I'm not, not really that big, uh, that far away from faux pink lifestyle as well. Okay, um, I guess I'll uh, get back to a new release. We have a Christmas special from Natalis Narwhal. Yeah. This Take is, uh, this is the, uh, I think, uh, what, $200? And it is one of those Natalis with the um, breathing hole, with the C breathing hole release yeah. and screen color. And you have, they have, they apply a little bit of golden shimmer in there along with the red color, sparkle as well to make it like a Christmas themed coloring. I mean, it looks like a, like a star galaxy with Christmas colors. With Christmas colors. Yeah. 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 So it's nice. That, it's, it's nice. I wouldn't say it is a very special edition for Christmas because it's just kind of mixing different colors, right? Yeah. It's, I think the next one is going to, is a much better Christmas exclusive, I would say. The Christmas tree pen Magna Carta. Mm-hmm. Sapphire Grand Christmas Collection Fountain Pen. Is that is is that just uh is that just a clear plastic? It's clear plastic. But look at the engraving. Yeah, I see the Christmas tree on it. It's not it's not bad. <laughs> it actually looks pretty good. And uh, you have the entire Christmas tree engraved in the uh the pen itself and the pen cap as well, along with a little star on top. I think they changed they they did the analyzation a little bit closer to yellow-ish, purple-ish. Colors a little bit closer to Christmas colors as well. Mm-hmm. And I do like it. Although, I f although it, it, $128 for the sale price is a little steep for a pen like this for me. It's already sold out for a broad nib. <laughs> and uh, this one uses, uh, yeah, this uses cartridge converter. And I say, uh, 
looks a little bit less special, but at the same time, if you want to go with this design, I don't think you can use a uh, piston, right? No, I don't think so either. Yeah, the uh, because of the engraving, is engraving on the outside or on the inside? It's on the outside. Okay. Yeah, you can tell that it's kind of uh, inset. It's, I, I won't say engraved. I don't think it's engraved. This is probably. Uh, hmm. I wonder which is cheaper to make this. Either uh, you engrave it or you just uh, mold it. I think molding yeah. is probably cheaper. It might just be molded. Yeah, it might be just be molded, but this is a, like this is a pretty uh, pretty long, pretty content, long continuous line for to mold something though. Yeah, that's, but I mean, hey, it, it looks pretty nice. It, it looks it's nice. Just, that's right. But it is on the more expensive side for a, uh, I would argue, a more fun pen. Yes, yes. If this was like. 60 bucks that'd be really good i yeah but it's like the uh this is really not far off from the magna carta's normal pricing on their fountain pens mm. so they didn't really add any um additional fee on this one per se i think it's because i'm i'm not really familiar with the magna carta fountain pen line like if you take a look at their their um if you just look at the magna carta uh grand Fountain pens, sapphire grand fountain pens. I think they have one for fountain pen days on recommendation list. It's also one hundred twenty eight dollars. Mm. So while they have some, they have some, they do some really nice. Uh, you know what? Now that I'm looking at their other pens, it might be etched. Huh. Okay. Because um, I'm looking at their website right now. They they've yeah. got some really cool stuff. And I'm not sure whether the. Um, Custom molding will allow you to have this many varieties. <laughs> it may very well be CNC'd or edged. The yeah, uh, the Manicolor Sapphire pens, that really reminds me of... Um, what is it called? It reminds me of like uh, multifaceted glass. Mm-hmm. Like older style glasses put together. Um, what's that? Um, the one that you see in chapel sometimes. I can't remember the uh, name. Stained glass. Stained, stained glass. glass. Yeah, it really reminds me of that. Yeah, this is, I definitely like the second Christmas pen over the the narwhal pen. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, this one is much more special as well. Yeah. All right. And I think we're going moving on to our last topic for the night. Oh, me. <laughs> yeah, you, buddy. <laughs> So, okay, I don't really use Reddit. Okay, I don't really use Reddit. Um, as as much of a person of the internet that I am, I don't really use Reddit. Uh, I'm I, I, surprised. I'll, yeah, right. Because you use a lot of other social media. Yes, except but Reddit. Reddit was just one of those things where I know of its existence. I read plenty of things. Long time listener, don't really call. Um, but I had some stuff I wanted to sell. I had some ca old camera lenses and stuff that I wanted to sell. And it's hard to sell sometimes because you need to find the right market for it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, they're very like niche products, and so wait, 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 you need... okay. Let me let me let me pause you first. Sure. Are you selling your main camera kit? No. Okay. I have okay. some. I have an old. Uh, not old. I have a a, a f medium format film camera that I'm not really using. Got it. Oh, so it was a film doesn't really, doesn't really get outdated then. 
It doesn't get outdated. You can keep yeah. using it, but I, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just one of those things where I was keeping it and like, I'm probably not going to use this right now. Like, I'm, I, I'm just going to sell it. Okay. Anyways, um, so I, I try Facebook baby stroller. <laughs> um, I, I try Facebook Marketplace. No real takers. So I'm like, okay, Reddit has a really good deep market for right. these kinds of things, right? right? So I post my sale on Reddit. And they reject my post saying, I'm sorry, you don't seem like you're an active user of Reddit. Um, you can post again when you, uh, 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 what is it? I, I should, Have I should enough actually karma. find it. Yeah. So that you've contributed enough to the community um, to to post <laughs> your, your sale thing here. So, And I'm like, oh, all right, fine. I'll use Reddit. Jeez. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot, a lot of scammers on Reddit, man. Which I understand, right? Like, so obviously you want people to have a, a certain amount of karma so that you have some level of trust. So right. I totally understand that. So I get it. And I think there used to be a cross-platform um, um, trust slash credit system on website that mm -hmm. tracks your name and your account throughout cross-platform. I think nothing died. Oh. So now there's just you're just based off of your account for for that site now. Yeah. So So all right, I start using Reddit. And so I started posting in like the audio file forums, the headphone forums, and the fountain pen forums. <laughs> you know, that's 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 interesting because there used to be a form that has all of them combined. I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, I think is um, I think is a head keyboard pen form, something like that. <laughs> head keyboard pen. Yeah, it uh, it closed down due to the but, Reddit mean, moderation protest. No. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was a it it was definitely uh, no no correction. I think it was called McKenna head pen. Mm I, I can kind of get, or I can kind of wrap my head around that name, but it is kind of convoluted. <laughs> yeah, it's mechanical headpins. <laughs> so, it, anyways, it was interesting, kind of going through and seeing what people post on all of these things, and so I'm commenting, and I'm, and after about a week or so, I was able to get enough karma, and I posted my my thing. Yeah, um, no sales yet, but it doesn't matter. Um, I just want to go through like the interesting things, the interesting questions that I found on Reddit. I was like, oh, that's that's actually pretty interesting. There's one thread that was like, hey, should I buy a Noodler's Ahab just for the smell? <laughs> <laughs> that guy is curious, huh? Yeah. He was like, it smell I hear it smells like durian. Maybe I should buy it. No, no, it does not <laughs> smell like durian. Durian does not smell the like decomposing stuff. No, Even though no, some people not. argue like the way, but it does not smell. No, do not do it. If you yeah. want to smell dairy and go to an Asian supermarket. <laughs> Specifically, yeah. I think, uh, I don't even think Range Line is, oh, no, Range Line still sells it. Um, if you yes, go to a, I would say a Filipino or a Malaysia supermarket, you have a higher chance of smelling it. Viennese supermarket too. It, I would argue though that like, if you wanted to smell durian, um, going to the supermarket's not going to work because it's um, 
it's still in the shell. So oh, you're not no. gonna smell it. No, 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 no. Some of them actually had to cut it open and just wrap in the uh what's it called? Not, the uh not in plastic the US. Wrap. Yes. Not in the US? Yes. Where? I saw it in uh Pasadena Hacienda Hyde. One of the Viennese oh. supermarkets. Oh, I guess a Vietnamese supermarket in Hacienda. I could I could maybe see that. And this is probably like a couple of years ago, before COVID, but I definitely okay. see it because I could smell it like a mile, a few aisles away. I was like, oh, I could smell Dorian here. What the yeah. heck? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they cut it open to quarter pieces because I eat, like Dorian's huge. Yeah. Like if anyone's not going to buy one Dorian, eat it all <laughs> themselves, I mean, I, I guess you can try, but oh, geez. Um, yeah, so they cut it to uh, one quarter and it's, it's there. Wrapping thin plastic and then the smell all seeps out for a couple of aisles. But okay, it it does not smell like durian. It smells like a rank bathroom. It does not smell like durian. No, it, yeah, it does not smell like durian. Uh, don't don't buy the pen, man. <laughs> Do not buy the pen. Curiosity yeah. kills the pack. The cat. And and I was happy to see that a bunch of people on there were saying that like yeah you also don't want to support the 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 uh, the controversial company nowadays. Yeah. Yeah yeah I I'll still refer I'll still refrain from talking about the company for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. Um. The mechanical key pens actually I just realized they they're not close down. Just dead. The mechan- oh, that that group. Mechanical headpins. Yeah, there's thirty six thousand members, and the last two posts is like four days ago, and then fourteen days ago, and twenty days ago. Like it's it's by all means and purposes a dead subreddit. I think they got close too long due to the moderation issues and stuff. Okay, Frank. I wanted to do this last time. This time I had the balls to do it. Yeah. In my hand right now mm-hmm. is the Noodler's Ahab. Oh God! <laughs> you actually found it. Yes, I. This is my first time taking it out in maybe four years, four or five years. All, All right, right, here we go. All right. <laughs> you have it wrapped. You have the entire thing wrapped in paper. I put it in a box and then I wrapped it three times in paper. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It doesn't smell that bad. It smells like... It smells like... Asphalt. Are you sure it doesn't smell that bad? Where the smell has been slowly leaking out out of your room? It smells like asphalt. I will bring it to your house. Because I have to come over for the holiday special. Yeah. Um, It smells like asphalt. And you will see what I mean. It just... Did the smell change? Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh. <clears throat> All right. Did the smell um, change over the years? I don't think so. This is what remember I remember smelling. smell smelled. like asphalt. It just smells like oil. Which makes like sense. Weird it's oil. vegetable, it's vegetable uh, decom- decomposition material. I mean, maybe it got milder over the years. I don't know. Maybe the, uh, the few more off-putting gas are the off-gassed over the years. Okay. Even if it doesn't smell, okay, let's let's assume it smells like asphalt. It is still weird for your pen to smell. 
right? Like most pens don't smell like anything. It's weird for your pen to smell like something. Well, there is the old sock smell from Urushi pen that's not cured, according to John. Oh, that's true. Where is it? But, is John, right? Yeah, okay. But. Okay, but, you know, my Tamanuri Studio Pen doesn't smell. Okay, right? yeah. But but these smell. Like, these Noodlers Ahabs, they, they, they... Even if they don't smell like a bathroom, they still smell weird, and that's not... And that's, that's, that's not weird. natural. Okay, that's not yeah. natural. Okay, okay. No, no one... No one wants a pen to do that. And there's no really... No reason to buy it anymore, because the original reason to buy it is because of the... Uh, the 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 intri- this was the cheapest i mean it is still probably the cheapest way to get into flex pens cuz they're like 9 dollars or i don't know how much how much they are now um but like there's so many flex nib options now that there that weren't around back then that like just just go get some just go get something else that don't get this I'm curious what is the cheap flex option nowadays i don't know Oh my god, I remember the, the, the filling system on these Noodle or Ahabs is just a plunger. Interesting, I didn't know. I forgot, I forgot about that. Uh... Oh, oh god, it's so smelly. <laughs> yeah, why are you still smelling it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every once in a while I'll take another sniff and I'm like, oh my god, it smells really strong. Alright, no more. Oh man. <laughs> it's very pungent. There is, I think the uh, typical consensus right now is actually the fountain pen revolution flex nib. Fountain it is actually pen softer revolution. and flexes more than the new letter snib. And honestly, it's $17 for the nib. Ooh. So let me see. Uh, Ultraflex. Let's see if he sells a pen with it. Oh yeah, this is nineteen dollars. But is this is this steel? It has to be steel. It is definitely steel. Yeah, it's definitely steel. Yeah, it is certain. It's cut in certain ways. I'm just curious how much it costs with a um, with the pen body because I'm looking right now. There, he only sells a nib with a feed, uh, but it doesn't really have a pen list individually. It, how, what kind of feed? Like, is it like a? Will it fit in like a like a Yovo? Yeah, it seems like a number six. Oh well, I mean, someone sells. Uh, he he has, he has his brand sold on uh, Amazon for fifty nine bucks. Oh, I think I have to so try one of these. yeah, I think uh, arguably for fifty nine bucks you can get a uh, flex pen that is, uh, according to most reviews, actually flexes much softer than the um, than the Noodlers ones. So yeah, I will I will post the link on the on the description and uh, everyone can just go check it out. Either the uh, put together edition or just buy the nib uh, originally by itself and uh, maybe swap it into your cheaper pants that you can find. Mm-hmm. All right. With that being said, uh, I think we need to wrap up uh, for this year's uh, podcast stuff. We are planning to do a uh, holiday special, but I have a feeling that it's going to be released after the Christmas. Sure. <laughs> it is us reviewing the uh, all different inks in this year's uh, Advent Calendar too. Except I think it's supposed to... The last day is supposed to open on Christmas. Is it supposed to be like that? Wait, what? The, the ink... Yes. Yes. I think so. And we're going to be a couple of days late. Yeah, whatever. 
okay. It'll be the it'll be the New Year's special. Yeah, it'll, it'll be the New Year. It will be the New Year Advent Calendar special. <laughs> and then I'm gonna stick one of these noodler Ahabs in your garden and then see how it decomposes. All right. Wow. Uh, can 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 I, can I mark a territory where the the mice actually climbs too, so we can just completely block it off? Hopefully, hopefully. Hey, what if this is a good mouse repellent? Doesn't do well. crap, man. <laughs> well, I realize the city mouse they don't care. They they don't give a rat's butt. I think I think my lungs have I've breathed in the, too much of this gas. <laughs> you 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 would be a smith. <clears throat> You're like hmm. an addict meeting a meeting a hot glue man. Like you're just it, it, you're being smith <laughs> sniffing that thing for like five minutes. On the, no, I, I, on that, the is, that is totally wrong. That is totally wrong. I just take one whiff and I put it down, and then like I'm, I randomly pick it up again. It's like how bad is it really? It's like uh, oh yeah, no, yeah. And you take another whiff at it. If you analyze the smell, it's not that bad, but as a whole, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Okay. 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 We're done. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I guess I conclude today's episode. Um. Hey. Uh. I. I. I, I actually yeah, lost you can words. Find I don't this even know at, how to end this. <laughs> you can find this and more at fountainpenandstationary.com. Uh, you can email us at fountainpenstationary at gmail.com. And uh, I haven't posted in a long time, but technically we have an Instagram at fountain pen and stationary with underscores. Well, I assume that you probably may be posting something during the uh, the ink, whatever that thing is. The ink oh, that's plant. true. I, I, yeah, I will. I am. Okay. Well, um, I think maybe I can post my uh, keyboard once I'm done with it. I'm still getting parts yeah. for it. I still... I, my cable still need to be... The cable that matches the keyboard still haven't shipped, has, hasn't arrived yet. My uh, new wrist rester hasn't arrived yet. That matches a keyboard. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Just just building the ship of Theseus, Frank. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Uh, that's it for today's episodes. Uh, I'll see you next time, Collins. All right. Bye. Bye.